video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Aficionados, and welcome back to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, the show where we deep dive into the gaming world, unearthing the juiciest news, reviews, and laughs along the way. I'm Jess, and joining me are the gaming gurus, Craig and Andy. Good afternoon. Or good evening or good morning, depending when you're listening to this. No, I only only care about people that are listening in the afternoon. Right, okay. If you're an early bird or a late bird, fuck off. Well, we got some feedback last week because I had a wee incident and I forgot to schedule the podcast for 3pm, yeah. so it went out earlier than that. I still can't believe you never blamed that on me. Yeah, but people I thought, I thought welcomed just, it. Uh, people liked it. So I might just do it again. Would you, would you like to permanently make it earlier? Should we? If you want. I mean, 3pm just started because that was when the first one went up and we're like, well, we have to remain consistent now. Yeah. So oh, okay. And here we are, two... <laughs> Two years and eight months later, releasing at three o'clock I mean, because of really, a happy accident. It's really just such a random time when you think yeah. about it. Uh, so it is ready in the morning to go. Uh, usually, yeah. Yeah, oh, they may as well do that then. Because right. then people get more of a chance to listen to it if they're going to their work and stuff. Yeah. Right, okay. okay. Uh, that would make sense. Right, see when you can get it ready for this week and then that's the new deadline. <laughs> okay? Okay. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, okay, so on the menu for today, we'll be... Delving into the big news, including Jim's, Jim Ryan's departure from the gaming scene, what this means for PlayStation, are we in for a shake-up? October is also upon us and it's bringing a gaming lineup so stacked that you will need a forklift to handle it. Um, so we're going to break down the most anticipated releases and help you prepare your gaming schedule because it is very much needed. And finally, our movie review segment is back with a bite. We're sinking our teeth into deep blue sea. Not one, not two, but three. Thrice. Um, did it make a splash or did it sink faster than a submarine with a screen door? Stay tuned to hear our verdict. Oofed. Kept them wanting more there. A wee dabble. Mm-hmm. How are we? Hmm. <laughs> you sound very it sank faster than a fucking underground subterranean facility with windows. <laughs> They always have windows for some reason in these fucking facilities. And it's like, come on. Have you not learned? You're getting way ahead of yourself, yeah. Have you not learned from the first film? The second film? No. No, you don't learn. No, people don't learn. People don't learn in films. I suppose we'd have nothing to watch if they learned their lessons. Do you know what I learned in a film? Mm. Nothing that anyone will care about. But um, when I was away a couple of weeks ago, I think I said this last week, but we sat and just watched films over and over and over again. Mostly shit films because it's funny. 
different films can't get not the same film. film not the same film no right. but um, just the way you said that yeah. there, it was like we had one film that's all we had to do <laughs> one VHS <laughs> we, fucking somebody forgot to bring all the films we just watched no, no we Van had... Wilder over and over and over <laughs> again there's worse films you could watch over and over than Van Wilder <laughs> to be fair but uh, no we had um, a, a streaming stick an above board streaming stick and that's my story uh, and we get settled on the couch one of the boys had the controller and he decided to pick Tremors 2 right Tremors is good Tremors is good Tremors 2 Tremors 2 is alright as well right well I yes don't do it don't <laughs> I, do it I would honestly challenge you to rewatch Tremors 2 because that's the one where they use the remote control cars at the end mm-hmm. I think that's actually quite good seeing hindsight it's fucking awful it's really, honestly, I know it's, it's seen as a classic. Like on IMDb, it's got yeah, quite a decent rate and stuff a, like that. Aftershock or something? Is it Aftershock? <sighs> Tremors two after. I think the first one is fucking brilliant. I just think it's such a classic film. It's so, it's so weird, isn't it? It's such a strange ah, yeah. film. And then the second one, even though it's not as big budget as the first, and it's not got the big actors in it, it's still got Fred Ward, mm-hmm. the older guy. So yep. get Kevin Bacon in it. Um, because there's a lot, I think there's a few more after that. Well, that's the thing, right? So I would challenge you to watch Tremors 2 again. Oh, well, we- I shall. <laughs> and report back because I do not think it holds up. But so we watched that and then we're scrolling through. What else can we watch? And then we saw that there was a Tremors 7. And we're like, Seven of them? No, there's no. <laughs> it was in 2020. And we're like, There's no seven Tremors. I mean, the fuck there is. And so we thought, fuck it, let's go with that. So we put this on. Better than Tremors 2. Not amazing, but better than Tremors 2. But at, at one point, there was one of the main characters in it. Um, was this girl. I don't, I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything before. But she did all right. Decent enough actress. Pretty hot. Next up, we watch Bulletproof 2. Bulletproof? Now, do you remember Bulletproof with Adam Sandler? Oh, that was good, that film. Uh-huh. I like that. So also in 2020, they made a Bulletproof 2. Oh no. Who's in it with him? Damon mm. Wayans? Aye. Is it Damon Wayans? Aye. Different cast for Bulletproof 2. Right? Oh, um, no. I can't yes. remember the name, the guy, the guy's name, but he's fat as fuck. He's in, he's the type of guy, see if you see him, you'll be like, oh aye, he's in a thousand films, but he's always like the pal or a fucking guy that's like in a store for five minutes, like in a film. But in this, he gets his fucking big screen leading man debut as... So essentially, he is the Damon Wayne's character. And right. then there's this other absolute waster who is the Adam Sandler character. And the whole story is that the first film was a film made about these guys. So these are the actual guys. But So they actually reference Adam Sandler and they say, uh, when Adam Sandler played us in the film, Oh no, right. that is so shit. Aye. See, that sounds so shit. <laughs> see, actually. And they look shit as well. Oh, they do, aye. Right? So it wasn't actually that terrible. But at one point, they go into this strip club, and there's this one girl who she had like a really strong jawline, and we're like, is that a guy or is that a girl? Wasn't sure. Mm. And then we looked it up. It was the fucking same girl from the film we'd watched Tremor 7. We went randomly from Tremor Seven mm-hmm. to Bulletproof Two, and it was the same. We couldn't in the second film we couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl, and it was the same actress 
doing the same in a film from the same year. She'd only done like five films, and we somehow watched the two most random films Are you sure ever put on a fire you stick. Sure one of them wasn't a fan of this last in the No, no, we were halfway through the film before we realised. Hmm. See if you're in the mood for a shit film, I, you could go. You could do worse than Bulletproof Two. I think I'll go for Tremors first. Right, watch Tremors 2 and get back to me. Let me I know. can't believe there's seven of them. I know. It's called, like, Terror Island or something like that. Oh, God. What are they called again, do you remember? I mean, I, I watched three of them two weeks ago and I can't, I can't honestly tell the you. Because the guy gives him a proper name, I think. Aye. Ah, oh, shit. That's going to do what he did. I'll just have to watch it to find out. Oh, well, I'm actually going to watch it now. I was inebriated part of the time, so... I bet that, you... That perhaps made it slightly better. I bet you five of Heather's never seen Tremors. Right. Garrett. Well, if she gets through the first one, let me know what you think of the second one. I just like... I love the that bit. One. The seventh one. See, the thing is, right, see the seventh one, even though it's probably quite low budget, CG's so good these days that it actually looks pretty good. Hmm. Oh, so is it all, all CGI? Because that's the thing about the first one, it's puppetry. Oh, so is the second one, quite clearly. Yeah, but I think that's better though. Is it not better? Because that bit where they're actually, where they're doing, the, they get stuck in the rocks in the desert and they're doing the jumping with the sticks and stuff. Mm. Like that, that seems classic. Just watch Tremors 2 and get back to me. I don't think you'll think it holds up. But I digress, off films, on Have you games. seen Tremors, Jess? No. Is this sold to you? Talking about. You don't know what no. we're talking about at all. Eight minutes in at this podcast, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, think how the listeners feel. You need to watch Tremors. You need to get this. <gasps> can we watch Tremors for the podcast? At some point we can, yeah. I need, a, I need a slight break. We've got something good lined up for this week. Fuck's sake. We will, we'll do it. But I just, I just watched three of them two Fine. weeks ago. Let's watch another fucking shark film. <laughs> Yay! You did what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been up to in the last the last two weeks actually since you fucked us off last week? Mm, oh nothing. Nothing. I was ill. That's why I wasn't here. Um I was dying. Absolutely dying. But um alive. But again. much like Jesus Christ, you're now resurrected. Resurrected from the death. I was absolutely I was convulsing so much, honestly. I was telling you earlier, I was like had water bottles all around me, even taking off the protection and like just putting it fucking right on me, like the the rubber. I was like and it's still still shaking like if I was out in the open. It was fucking horrible. But I feel better now. You've returned better and stronger. Mm. Maybe I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Nah, we're, all, we're all slowly dying. I'm fine. Right. I'm fit and healthy, apart from my heel, but otherwise. That'll heal, though. <laughs> Do you like that? These just come to me. Honestly, it just rolls right off the tongue. Fucking. I've not Don't been working on that all day. Don't know how. <laughs> so sharp. I know. Observational comedy. Mm-hmm. What else, Jess? What have you been up to? Let us know. Oh, I had a, I organised a surprise baby shower for my sister. Oh, you did, yeah. She's having a baby. Mm. So the dodgiest part of that was leaving me to look after the children without burning the house down. Yeah. Um. Is this her first baby? Yes, it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. She does not know the horrors that await. <laughs> yeah. She's optimistic at the moment. Her resilience hasn't been broken. It's rolling the dice, isn't it? You don't know what they're going to be like. 
And so was it successful? Do you want to follow up on that? You did well? Um, did you fuck it? No, no it's just, well, it was a, su- <laughs> it was a surprise and uh, she was surprised. So <laughs> well, it's about as much as you can wish for. Half the battle. <laughs> what are you doing? Hopefully baby? it's not a surprise baby pregnancy. Um, Is it just like a wee party? Uh, we had afternoon tea right. and we played some games. There was a wee quiz involved. Some media. I made her eat baby food and guess what it was. Mm. Um, you know, that kind did she, How many did she get right? Uh, approximately zero. Right. <laughs> Good. Oh, no, I think she got the last one right, actually. It was broccoli and cauliflower. You oh, can't... Jesus <laughs> Well, hopefully my niece or nephew isn't allergic to certain foods and she won't be able to tell what they're having. Mm. Yeah. That's a disaster. Anyway. Um, okay, so you may have seen the announcement on our socials, but a brand new Pure Dead Xbox podcast is heading your way very soon. We already have the Pure Dead PlayStation podcast ongoing, of which you can catch the next episode this Saturday. But for those of you on the green side, launching very soon will be an Xbox One with Deadbeat Punk and Couchy. Yep. So just... Uh... Just Nintendo getting fucked off then. <laughs> Nobody cares about Nintendo. Drink somebody will offer to do that one. You never know, they might, since there's a Super Switch coming. If, if, ever, Switch. if ever there was a time yeah. for a Nintendo podcast, it's when they're bringing out a new console. And there's going to be lots to talk about when none of the games for the Switch work on it. No. In anticipation for the Super Switch. Mm. Oh, yeah. But yes, that'd be fabulous. And yeah, this this Saturday you'll be able to hear Donnie and Co deep diving into Jim Ryan. Body deep. Yes. Uh, okay, but for now we will take a look at this week's biggest releases. Um, so we are now in October, the month of all months, um, but we'll come on to like the rest of the month um, later on, but for now we'll just focus on this week. So, Trapang 2, first up, is coming out on October 2nd. So, this was previously available on PC, uh, but it's now coming to Xbox and PlayStation. Thanks to the team at... Thanks to the team at Team 17. Easy for you to say. Yes. Um, Priced at $24.99, it delivers high-octane gameplay as 60 frames per second, uber-fast first-person Gung Fu takes place. It has you taken on a journey like no other as you work through death, destruction, and conspiracies. It's pretty good. I played a bit of this when it was when it released on PC a couple of months ago. Really nice graphics. Um, it's very gory. I, I quite like that about it. Like I don't know, like a lot of these first-person shooters, you get like you take somebody out, and I don't know. There's maybe like a wee bit, of, a wee pool, but this was like I don't know, blood splatter all over the walls type stuff. Um, it was good. I mean, a twenty four ninety nine as well. It's like it doesn't look like it's a budget title. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't, it's very twitchy. Uh, it doesn't play like it's a budget title either. So yeah, I'd say it's worth checking out. What I mean, does Trapang mean? I don't know. And it's so it's weird as well. Like I don't know if there was an original Trapang game, and I don't know why Trapang two is Trapang and then no space between the two. There must be a meaning behind that that I've, as a consummate professional, not bothered to look up. But the game itself is well worth looking out. Uh, the only issue, obviously, is that it's October and there's a lot of fucking games coming. But if you're on yeah. a budget and you're wanting a first-person shooter, then it's a lot of fun. 
I'll get to it at some point. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Disgaea, Seven Vows of the Virtuous. That's coming out October 3rd. Yeah, not, uh, not a fan of this. And they're supposed to be really good games. <laughs> this isn't your type of game? No, they're supposed, they're supposed to be pretty right good games. your street. Aye. They're supposed to be pretty good games, but um, just no. I mean, five seconds of gameplay and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Definitely not for me, but it'll find an audience. And it is a big release, apparently. Okay. If you're into that. Which we're clearly not. <laughs> we also have Survivor Castaway Island coming October 3rd. Right. I included this one because it's different. I don't know if it's even going to be any good, but it's essentially like... What's the, the jungle? Tom Hanks. No. <laughs> With those two twats, those two TV twats. And Dick. Yes. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> it's a TV twats. <laughs> and then she got it. <laughs> she knows I hate those two. I was thinking of the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks. Right, no, and, that'd be even worse. He's an ball. even bigger twat. No. Fucking hate TV Tom Hanks. Twats. <laughs> and Dick. But so it's essentially I don't know if it is a game show, but it's essentially you up against a bunch of AI characters and you have to try and win challenges to become like king of the jungle or whatever yeah. it looks more like that. what was that American one against Survivor say, I was going to say is there not an American one yeah. called well that's like that's that, probably exactly maybe. what it's after yeah. I just don't know that show so I had to go with a, oh, a British oh that's what it's called I, Survivor Castaway Island so it probably is exactly Survivor I just didn't I didn't know about that uh, no, but yeah, I think that's more probably what it's about. Aye, but I, I don't know. I just I thought it's I, I highlighted it because I think it's you don't get games like this really. Like it's an interesting premise at least. They might make an arse of the execution, but it sounds alright. If the mini games are fun. Mm. Yes, but when does this come out? Recent. It comes out on the fourth. Third. Oh, Third. Good, good it's out luck. today. Good luck. It's out today as of recording. Uh, not the best time to release something like this, really. Yeah. I wouldn't have said so, no. Uh, also not the best time to release something without a fucking platinum trophy. Oh, Check the trophies. No platinum. Mm. No platinum. No party. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have Lamp the Lamplighters, the Lamplighters League coming on October 3rd as well. So this is where you recruit a team of misfits with unique abilities and unforgettable personalities and chase the banished court to the ends of the earth in a mix of real-time infiltration, turn-based tactical combat and a character-driven story of adventure and intrigue. This game really upset me. I think it's actually meant to be decent, although it's supposed to have performance issues. But this is the game, I don't know if you remember, it, it was announced at the same time as City Skylines 2. And they showed like a two minute trailer that made it look like a more colourful Tomb Raider and it looked really, really fun. And then it turned out that, that was all just CGI. And then as soon as it showed you the gameplay, it was a fucking turn based tactical mm-hmm. fuck fest. <laughs> and all excitement just died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I've got no interest in these types of games, my No, nah. it's on Game Pass, I think. So if you want to check it out, you can, but. And I think I think it is meant to be quite good. And if you like these type of games, great. But I don't know. It was one of the clearest examples I've ever seen of them showing a trailer that you're like, holy shit, this looks cool. 
and then he showed you the gameplay and you're like fuck off that's not you spent two minutes showing me a different game yeah so yeah not for me but again I think it'll maybe get a wee bit of an audience because it's in Game Pass be fucking dead if it wasn't Um, we also have some dinosaurs for you Craig very excited about the dinosaurs (gasps) yeah October 4th brings us Dino Break so the crisis of the past return in Dino Break as dinosaurs overwhelm a metropolitan city on a fateful night in 1999. So you band together with survivors across the city to uncover the origins of Onslaught and find a path to safety. Dino Break looks, sounds and plays like a 90s era survival horror game. Cheesy acting, extreme gore, accelerating action and resource management await you as you fight through hordes of dinosaurs to escape alive. Yeah, they've clearly tried to make it like a sequel to Dino Crisis. It's it's built... With PS One architecture, I, it looks cool. Like I don't know, but I, I've got, I've got the nostalgia for Dino Crisis, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what they're aiming it at. But I think you would need to have that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like I think, like yourself, Jess, see you trying to play it, you'd maybe be like, what, what the fuck's going on here? Why am I playing a PS One game? Yeah. Whereas you're gonna love it. I. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, like Dino Crisis has got a really good following, so. I think there's a very good chance this game could do well. Like, it's a budget title as well, and it's not as a fucking Capcom are willing to give us any Dino Crisis. So this is the best we can hope for just now. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool, actually. It's it's made by two developers, and they're husband and wife. Uh, I think they've had a couple of games in the past. Is um, a voice acting? Oh, aye, aye. Mm. Um... But I, I, I mean, I think it's it's interesting, certainly, nonetheless. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking for... I'm definitely checking it out. Uh, even just like I, I don't know I like the fact that it's like a sort of husband and wife duo that have just went and made this do you know what I mean I mean sure there's other people helping but uh, no it's cool mm. I want to check it out Assassin's Creed Mirage is next up on my little list which comes out October 5th so Ubisoft has been very keen to remind everyone that the Assassin's Creed Mirage is first and foremost a stealth action game um, this is instead of following the open world RPG blueprint of the series' most recent outings um, returns to the Middle East, having you play as Basim, a character AC fans might recognise from Valhalla, as he comes into his own as a, a hidden one, the persecution, the precursor to the assassins. Very excited for this. Yeah. I'll, I'll be talking more about this extremely soon. It this looks is, fucking amazing. I know. I'm so happy they've went back to the old style. Like, obviously, it's. I don't think there's anything that's going to make them continue this style exclusively, but it would be nice if they did both going forward. So and, is this just a city? Is there more to what, what's going well, It's on? certainly a smaller map, yeah. Like This initially started out as DLC for Valhalla, ah. and then they decided, no, no, we're going to make this into its own game. Um, and there's, there's just so many clear nods to like old style Assassin's Creed. Like I was looking at the achievement list this morning and one of the achievements is to collect whatever the currency is, it's to collect two thousand and seven of this currency. And that's the that's the year the original Assassin's Creed came out. And it's just mm. little things like that that make you know that they have the original vision for Assassin's Creed in their mind when they made this game. I'm really excited for it. It's uh, it looks great, and it's going to be a, a obviously Valhalla was like four thousand hours long, uh, and apparently this is only like 
kind of 15 to 20 hour story which excites me because Valhalla was brilliant but fuck me that game never ended no I never even completed it I did eventually but it was my most played game in two separate years according to Playstation (laughs) I think I was like 230 hours on it or something and even then I've still got a couple of trophies to mop up for the platinum that I've not been able to face daunting aye so Apparently, to do absolutely everything in this, you're talking 25 to 30 hours, and that sounds a lot more manageable. And it's a, bu- a budget title as well. I think it's 35 or £39. So, bring it on. Immediately. Immediately. Um, do you also want to bring on Banging Your Balls Chronicles? Yes. <laughs> so, I'll just speak about this just now. I've actually played this game. We got a code through... Uh, a couple of days ago I've only managed to play like maybe half an hour 45 minutes of it so I saw this was coming out and I thought bang on balls that's a funny title I wonder if this is any good went over to Steam and it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews it's been in early access for like two years um, and it's finally releasing this week on I don't think it's coming to Switch but it's coming to Xbox Playstation and the full version to PC it's funny and it's it's just really fun. So you are essentially a ball. That's how you get around. But it's a 3D platformer and there's loads of different like activities to do. There's loads of like different attacks. You can uh, there's loads of different cosmetics to that you collect throughout the world. The humor's really good. Like you've got to go around and collect blue balls, which make things explode. Um so we we some wee penis jokes there and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, it's just it doesn't take itself too seriously the controls are really fun and yeah I, I think it's a really really fun title and I love the art style as well it's really colourful it's really well animated everything about it aye it's um, it's definitely one to check out you can play the whole game in co-op if you want obviously me and Andy would be all over that because we're the co-op masters love it you can bounce your balls together oh aye you can dangle your balls right out there and just have a good time so I'll be talking about more of this next week when I've played a bit more of it, but it's it's a fun platformer. I would I would recommend it, definitely. I can see why it's getting such high reviews. We can take care of each other's blue balls. Exactly. Mm. Virtually. Yeah, and you know, to keep the excitement going, the next game that is coming out on October 5th is Cricket 24, the official game of the Ashes. So you can create and take your player from a club cricket to international fame and career mode or challenge your friends online regardless of platform via cross-platform multiplayer support. It's probably just as well they've got cross-platform support because not enough people buy these games for them to get a game online. Mm. Not enough people play cricket. No, I can't imagine somebody buying a cricket game. There's obviously... An, I mean, this thing comes out every year, so there must be an audience, I suppose. But I, I imagine it's quite small. See, the thing is as well, I, I bet... It's not a bad game. Like, see with the baseball games. Like, I don't like baseball, but I've played okay, the odd. Ba- I've played the old, ba- the old baseball game and see the like. Sometimes like the timing of the swings and stuff like that can be quite fun. So it's maybe mm. not terrible. It would certainly be preferable to be watching a fucking game of cricket. Oh god, aye. How those people survive the day? Fuck knows. Don't understand it. Never will. No interest. <laughs> aye, I'm sure it's like a secret orgy fest or something. That's like. the only way it could become interesting. What is it? It's called a wicket when you get. Sticky wicket. Sticky wicket. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Uh, not my sort of thing. I'm sure uh, someone will buy it, but <laughs> of all of all the games to come out in October and try and sell, this one's a stretch. A yeah. fucking stretch. Yeah. Um, the latest ice hockey sim for EA Sports NHL 24 comes out October 5th as well. A 10-hour trial of the game has just gone live for EA Play and Game Pass members as well. Shout out to Ryan for pointing that out. Um similar I, if you're in ice hockey then <laughs> I'll definitely check out the 10 hour trial like I really enjoy these games They're, I, I still maintain they are the best games that EA Sports put out like in terms of annual franchises but the hockey games aye when you get used to the gameplay and stuff like that it's really really good but NHL 23 I mean I know like FIFA and EA Sports FC they get like sort of like the joke is oh, it's the same game every year with NHL it's that times 10 like because it's the worst selling of the sports games like it gets even less upgrades than almost anything else mm. like they're brilliant games but they don't change much there's not a lot you can do that's the thing you get to a point where if it's, you perfected it aye um but it's really good. I would highly recommend people check out the 10-hour trial. And I will be as well. Um, but yeah, after that, I'm quite happy to wait until it comes to EA Play in like February or March. Rather than pick it up. Um, the latest and the long-running series of racing games from Xbox Game Studios Forza Motorsport returns on October 10th, but you can play up to five days early with the premium edition on October 5th if you want to purchase that. With over 500 cars and 20 locations featuring varied track layouts. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's Forza, and it? It's going to be really fucking good. Um I'll definitely try this. Like I'm, I'm more, I'm more prefer the Horizon series, but I'll, I'll always check out a Forza game. It does look good. I'm not excited enough that I'd be willing to like dive in early or anything like that. Or like I'm not too interested in reviewing it either. Like I'll just wait till it comes to Game Pass and I'll, I'll sort of try it at my leisure. But it looks really good, and I'm sure it will be brilliant. Okay. Uh, okay, that's your lot for this week in terms of releases, but as I mentioned, we'll come to the rest of October just shortly. Um, just to move on, kind of wanted to talk about kind of support for games. So this was kind of born out, born out of a story over the last week that Techland is still churning out Dying Light 2 content. Um, so we just yeah wanted to have a bit of chat about how we feel developers, I suppose, should support games. Um, back in April, the team already overhauled the melee mechanics, but it seems like extras, including executions and finishers, are being added as well, alongside co-op missions, tower raids and more. Obviously, it needs to be a case-by-case basis, but like, do you think the bulk of developers are getting it right? I just... Well, so I was looking back. Dying Light 2 came out in February 2022. I remember us talking about it at the time because mm-hmm. we were excited about it. But... With Dying Light 2 specifically, I don't think they should still be making stuff for this game just now. It seems like a bit of a waste to me. Like, what I, do you mean? I don't know. Just, well, I mean, Techland, they're not the biggest of studios. Like, I mean, how long ago was February 2022? 16, 17 months ago? Mm-hmm. I would want them to be making their next game by now. And I'm sure they have started work on it, but they're constantly churning out updates for Dying Light 2. 
And I'm like, at a certain point, that game's done now. Just let's move on. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, sh- like, fair enough, little updates, but should they be still putting as much emphasis on a game that came out 17 months ago? Like, I don't yeah. know. You'd think they would have milked it off of the... Aye, like, they talked about how the next thing they're going to be adding is finishers. So there'll be ways you can do, like, sort of cool finishers on zombies. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. But see if you'd already played Dying Light 2, is that cool enough that you're going to go, oh, I'm going to play that game again? No, no, no. Like, it's you cool think for... 17 months they've already I... got the... Most people have played it. That's and... the thing, I. So I just wonder, like, is this... I, I, I don't think it's worth spending the time on. Like, I think they should just move on to Dying Light 3 or whatever they're going to yeah. make next. Saying that, I've not played it yet. <laughs> well, I'm mistaken. So, so I, I played like two or three hours and then yeah. I get, I think, I can't remember what I get excited. That was that mental February mm-hmm. when everything came out. Fucking deja vu with this October. But um, in fact, it was Sifu. I get, I get uh, a code for that through and I was playing that instead. But mm. I've always wanted to go back to it. So for people like me and you, we're like, well, this is fucking great. We're going to get a much better experience. Yeah. But... I don't know, these people have to be making games for more than fucking a handful of people, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, in years gone past, they would have been a third of the way through <laughs> development for the next game, but they're potentially still spending loads of resources on this. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, I think for multiplayer or online games that follow that kind of live service model, then obviously continuous support is that makes sense essential to keep that player base engaged and to generate ongoing revenue. Um, but I don't know, compared to obviously single player games like traditional story driven RPGs or adventure games, like I don't know, they, they probably don't require that long term support. Um, obviously, they need to do the bug fixes and occasional updates to address issues and improve player experience to make it beneficial. But that does reach a point of saturation at some point. Uh, um, and I would argue it's long before 17 months. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, I suppose it just depends on the availability of the resources, like development staff and then funding is obviously the biggest Hmm. influence i would say like i don't know if you've got the resources to keep going then go for it but if you're a smaller team or indie developer then you you probably need to prioritize new projects to get that next income stream so but that's the thing like when you're saying about like online games or like live service games i think it makes sense to use the development time to make new stuff because usually with these type of games you're selling people add-ons and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so you're Mm -hmm. continuing like see fortnite like, of course they should still be spending as much resources on it as possible because every time they put a new skin, 100,000 folk buy it for a tenner. Yeah. Like, it's fucking insanity, do you know what I mean? But, like, on Dying Light 2, I just yeah. I don't think you're getting the, the benefit of it. Like, people always say about, like, EA Sports FC or FIFA that it should just be a yearly, like, a yearly, like, almost sub-cost or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've always argued with that that you think it's the same game every year, but... If they do, if they switch to that model, it really will be the same fucking game every year. Yeah, there'll be because no... I all they'll do is update the kits and the squads. Yeah. They will not touch the gameplay. At least be just no now, because they're not making any money. Like well, they will make money with that fucking ultimate team. Aye. You know what I mean? But they're still they're getting so much money from seventy quid purchases. Like at least just now they have to try and justify the purchase. And I think that keeps them more honest than if it was a oh you pay a five a month they would fucking down tools. Mm until yeah, they saw subscribers would. drop off and they wouldn't because of fucking Ultimate Team. No, Ken. So yeah, I think I think it, it goes by a case-by-case basis, but... Um, I'd rather they just dealt with game-breaking stuff and bugs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No too bothered about, like like you say, that year and a half old game getting updates to make it better. 
it's kind of like past the point Aye. where it needs it probably they might have some sort of contractual obligations in terms of like the investment and you know the, they have they're required to support it for yeah you know so a long. certain period yeah. of time but that'll yeah. be all promises that they've made off their own back though mm. like see with starfield obviously we'll probably come on to that i know you've been playing it andy but i think there was talk where they were like oh we plan to like support this for the next five years and you're like I mean, I think that's the kind of game that you could support for a long time, but at the same point, what effect does that have on Elder Scrolls Six? Like, how much further does that push that down the line? Mm-hmm. And is the is the trade-off worth it? Yeah, because that's the thing. You've, I don't know, you, you want to build and maintain a strong community around your game and your studio, but uh, equally it's a competitive landscape, and if you don't move on and push to the next thing, then... Yeah. Yeah. You get left behind. Um, okay. October. It's fucking mental. Oktoberfest. It's mental. It's mental. Um, too mental, to be honest. So instead of putting on an anxiety boot and kicking you up and down the street, we're going to pick out what we think are the top 10 games to look out for in October. And this was a joint effort because initially Craig did not have Mario in his list. And I was like, mate. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't include Mario. That was a wee bit of a that was a wee bit of an oversight. Because you're Nintendo be blind. Yes, yeah, aren't I? I think I am because I had Dino break in instead, <laughs> and a lot. Of folk... <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's fucking get Mario in there. Wow. <laughs> see if see if Jess hadn't caught that. I think there would have been quite a few upset yeah, people that were like, wait a minute, come on, the bus, fucking the bus. Dino break. This fucking PS One inspired <laughs> dinosaur fucking game is there, and Mario. <laughs> Hasn't made the cut? <laughs> but I mean, that's what how mental a game, how mental a month, sorry, it is. That even, that I mean, it, it takes a lot for me to forget a Mario game, you know what I mean? Not forget. It was it was number 11. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> it creeps in there. Yeah, right, let's just start with Mario then, obviously. Comes out, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder comes out on the 20th. I, I sort of feel like with this one, I'm excited for it, but I don't, I feel like it can wait. Oh yeah, I don't think it's something like I, like see we like there's a few games like maybe like Assassin's Creed that I'm like oh what that I care about the story and I'm like oh somebody will tell me what happens but yeah. I mean is he, what's he gonna do is he gonna save Princess Peach <laughs> fucking been there before do you know what I mean <laughs> like, it's a two yeah. D Mario game it's gonna be a lot of fun to play but I'm not worried about spoilers yeah no. and I think this one like. As much as it's coming out in the October Madness, I still think, I mean, it's Nintendo and they don't drop their prices or anything, but I think this one's going to have a very steady stream of, mm-hmm. like, because obviously it's building up to that Christmas period as well, and so lots of kids are going to get it for Christmas probably. Yeah. Um, Plus, if you've got a Switch, what the fuck else are you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is filling their boots in October and you're sitting over there going, oh, Mario game coming out. <laughs> That's harsh. A few of the games in the list are coming to Switch. Maybe even Dino Break, actually. Mm, yeah. Uh, right, so there's that. Super... Uh, no, sorry. Assassin's Creed Mirage, which we've already spoke about. So I'm not going to speak about it anymore, Craig. Oh, I'm going to speak about it loads. Yeah. Don't you worry. Um, Spider-Man 2. So the follow-up to Insomniac's open-world Spider-Man action-adventure game is back with an even grander scope. So the sequel features both Peter Parker and Miles Morales over... 65 different suits and an expanded map featuring Brooklyn and Queens. Hmm. It looks class. It's going to be really good. 
I'm just not excited for it for some reason. And I think it's, we're watching a trailer just now and it's showing you controlling Venom, I believe. And I'm not into that. That doesn't do it for me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be unbelievable. I think it's going to be an excellent game. Like the first one was superb. Miles Morales was fucking brilliant. So you have to assume, especially since this one's current gen only, that it's going to be brilliant. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just cannot get excited about it. But I know as soon as I'm playing it, you'll be having a blast. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, the, you will be. The combat in the other two games was fucking phenomenal. And it was just like so moorish and fun to play. So yeah. I know and this the swinging is, was fucking addictive. Yeah. So I know this is going to be the same, but but yeah, at the moment I've just got... I've got, there's games on this list that I'm more excited for. Yeah. I was speaking to our son actually earlier today and I was like, you're going to come on the podcast and talk about Spider-Man? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? I, I, can't, I can't come on and talk. And I was like, well, <laughs> I might not be playing it at launch and I don't think your mum's going to play it so somebody needs to talk about it. And he was like, I, I don't think I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have to like sneak him downstairs and we'll hide a mic okay. and he's like, so Nathan, what do you think? And he'll talk fucking el- more eloquently than us anyway yeah. and then we'll just put him on without his permission <laughs> uh, Alan Wake 2 which is out on the 27th is the long overdue sequel to the 2010 game that first introduces to the saga of author Alan Wake and the mysterious events of Bright Falls Featuring two protagonists, you take on the roles of both Alan Wake and newcomer Saga Anderson in two intertwined single-player campaigns. So we are going to play this together because I'm a shite bag and don't want to actually play it, but I want to see it. This looks brilliant. <laughs> this looks so good. Apparently there's like detective elements in it and stuff like that. It, uh, this is, if this wasn't coming out, I would definitely be playing Spider-Man. But this comes out like a week after and there's a chance we might get an early code. And so I think I'm possibly just going to... I'm more excited for this. I just think everything about it so far... I've, I've been trying to avoid a lot of the content, but the, yeah, the, 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 the trailers that I have seen and the small amount of gameplay that I've seen, it looks phenomenal. The graphics look incredible as well. They really do. Aye. Really fucking good. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. It would be... For this month... Look at that gameplay, man. I know. For this month, it's probably second behind Mirage for me. Well, it's just as well you've got 22 days in between them. Well, that's the thing. I'm I'm hoping to smash uh, Mirage before Alan Wake comes out. Yeah. Uh, and then on the 31st, we've got Jusant. So this is the kind of stylish action puzzle game um, that sees you put your climbing chops to the test with a tower of epic proportions and varied environments. So I played like the little demo of this that came out, enjoyed it. But I mean, I don't know, I'm looking forward to exploring more of the world because the initial bit of gameplay and then versus the trailers that we've seen, there, there looks like there's so much more. Uh, the, the the little demo that we played was essentially just here's how you climb almost wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, you've got like a cool climbing rope and you've only got a certain amount of energy, so you have to like plan your route up. I think this looks really cool. Aye, it's it, the demo was really cool, and it's made by Don't Nod. They make fucking great games. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, There's I'm something confident. About this that really, I don't know what it is, but I really want to play this. Yeah, it's coming to Game Pass day one as well. So, yeah, I'm definitely giving that a go. Yeah. Something about it. Yeah, certainly the the demo left me wanting more, mm-hmm. so I'll definitely be checking this out. 
when it's coming to all platforms, but it, it will be on Game Pass. Dave, the Diver makes its debut on Nintendo's hybrid console on October 26th with its pixel art charm, RPG mechanics and gorgeous underwater vistas. Dave the Diver offers a diversity of gameplay including tons of side quests and mini games. It's gorgeously high so it's got a 90 on Metacritic at the moment. It's absolutely brilliant this game. Uh, Debut Punk, he reviewed it on the website for us on PC. I think he played it mostly in Steam Deck. And he had a really good time with it. I played maybe three or four hours on PC and then obviously took a bath to wait for a trophy or achievement-enabled version, uh, which this will not be because it's no, on the Switch. On the but Switch. It's, it's nice that the Switch will have this and Mario to play. Um, it's fucking brilliant, this game. I don't know. You could watch gameplay of it and be like, I don't overly get it. It's so addictive. It's so Moorish. You get to dive down twice a, twice a day, uh, to pick up fish and do different type of activities and then at night you've got a restaurant where you have to like serve the meals of the fish that you've you've caught and the the mini games in it are so much fun um it's one of the best games i've played this year <laughs> it just sounds fucking stupid it does i know <laughs> it sounds ridiculous I mean, right? like you're growing like everybody that's played it has loved it and you're basically a fisherman during the day and then at night you're you a cook, star. You cook the fish that you <laughs> caught. That's you, you're Big Dave. Big fat Dave. Unbelievable. It's really, really good. I hope it makes it to Xbox and PlayStation before the end of the year. Okay. Because I'm excited to play more. It's it's easily one of the best things I've played this year. Uh, Ghost Runner 2 comes out on the 26th. So if you're looking for some fast-paced first-person katana-wielding action, mark October 26th on your calendar for a Ghost Runner 2's release. You can check out a free demo on consoles and PC right now. And a preview on our website from Couchy. He got to play the demo before it was released to the dirty public. And he, despite dying about 400 times, really enjoyed it. Um, I would die multiple times more than that uh, i remember playing the original game and i loved it i thought it was really cool it's a it's a little bit like mirror's edge you get that kind of vibe from it but it's hard as balls and i could i just couldn't get more than about half an hour in and then i got i got annoyed and gave up and i think the second game is every bit as hard but if you like that kind of thing it's fucking really good really good Forza Motorsport we mentioned already so 5th for Early Access or 10 for Peasants um, Sonic Superstars comes out on the 27th um, so this is the 2D side-scrolling platformer featuring Sonic Miles Knuckles and Amy Rose as they endeavour to take on Dr Eggman yet again I really like the art style in this like I love in the trailer there it shows you the kind of how it used to look and then how it looks now I'm not a fan of Sonic games, but no, I, mean, you know. I think it, this one, I, I really like how it looks and it makes me more likely to try it just because it's mm-hmm. that kind of cool 2.5D look, but I mean, it's not in October. You know what I think? We don't like it because the type of way we play games, we like to fucking see every bit of a level and then with that, you feel as if you're just shooting past fucking all of it. Aye. You know what I mean? You're just like, and then you're like fucking halfway through the level Yeah, and you're like, have I missed shit back there? Yeah. I get anxiety about that. Like, yeah. was there a different route I could go? Have I missed uh, a secret? Have I... Yeah, I don't like it. I, just, I never... Back, back, you know, the OG of this, like, 
games were smaller and you would play over and over again. Ah, but, that's true. but now, yeah. you know, the market's saturated and we've got so many other games to play that you, I don't know, you maybe don't have the time to sort of look at every nook and cranny and play that level over and over again. Do you know what I never really understood about Sonic? Mm-hmm. And this is probably widely known, I don't know. I just, I never really bothered with Sonic too much. But like, was the sort of, not goal of it, but was the sort of idea of it that you would learn exactly how a, a level was laid out and, and then try and master runs. it? Do speedruns and stuff, maybe? I Aye, don't know. because, like, I don't know, like you say, you go through the level so fast. Like, anytime I played Sonic, it, like, sometimes I did fly through the level really quick, but it was almost luck that mm. I pressed jump at the right time that I fucking managed to get through this and round that. And, like, but was the sort of point of it that, that no, you, no, like, really. you went back and you would you would master the level and you knew exactly when to jump and you knew? I, like, I don't know. I imagine if folk had done that, but. Aye. I mean, I done that way, like games like Trials and stuff like that. I went yeah. back and tried to master it and do. Those were it. good fucking games. Yeah, um, but like they felt like you could go back and try and get it gold or whatever the mm-hmm. fucking thing was. But with Sonic, I like you I don't just didn't remember. Lose your rings. That's uh, a bit so of it, wasn't it? Was that? You just didn't lose your rings. That was a bit. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. I don't remember. I played a bit of Sonic, but I don't ever remember going back and doing it again. You know what I mean? It was more uh, just a playthrough. It's like a poor person's Mario. It is. Pretty much is. <laughs> Which is why I say I don't make consoles anymore. <laughs> just like Hollow Knights have poor man's. And <laughs> else. Oh well, we'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> you've, um, you've enough death threats. Yeah. Uh, and last on our wee list is Hellboy Web of Wired, which comes out on the 18th. So with an art style that aims to capture the spirits the spirit of the comics, Hellboy Web of Wired, is a roguelite brawler that tells an original story woven from independent narrative sections. Hellboy himself is voiced by the late Lance Reddick. I Ooh, didn't know really? that. That's cool. Lance ah. Reddick. I wonder how that sounds. I was pretty interested in this game anyway, but knowing that he's doing the voice, that's really cool. It's got a really... I like the art style. It is very comic book. Yeah. Um, loving, and, loving comic book. Yeah, and from from previews, apparently the, the sort of gameplay is pretty good as well. It's quite a low budget. Like you, you, These days you expect when it's any sort of superhero game that it's going to have the fucking kitchen sink flung at it in terms mm. of money, but yeah. I think this is quite a small team. I like Hellboy. I like yeah. the character. I like the films. I like the character. Yeah, I think this looks pretty cool. I'm... I'm looking forward to checking it out. It was supposed to be coming out in like the... I think it was initially this week. It was right at the beginning of October, I think. But it's now... It got delayed just a couple of weeks. But I don't know. It'll depend how, depend how it handles and stuff like that. It does look a little bit ropey here in the gameplay we're, we're watching. But yeah, I'm interested in checking it out. It does. It looks quite cool. Looks a bit clunky. The one it does see. look quite clunky. But I don't know if that's the person playing it. Yeah. The art style's cool, but I but how it how it handles, I'm not sure. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, there's probably obviously other ones we could have included. Everyone's gonna have their own interests and There's that yeah, many there's that many so... games coming out this month that I think yeah. Some forever with Aye. You could have somebody else that's you could listen to another podcast tomorrow and they'll have a completely different list of ten. Like there's so there's just... definitely no have fucking dino break on it though, that's for sure. Absolutely rude. <laughs> I can guarantee yours is the only top 10 fucking title breaking it. I think that's horrendous that 
there's a really there's a really cool game coming out as well called Wildcard Football. And it's like it's an American football game, but it's like do you remember when EA used to bring out the EA big games and it was like Oh, N- the like snowboarding N- and stuff. Aye, and it was like NBA Street. And yeah. it was like it was like basketball but no rules and stuff yeah. like that. It looks like a more cartoony version of that. Where you can and it looks really fucking cool. Whether it's implemented well, I'm not sure, but it's kind of in like the tenth or something like that. I think it looks really cool. Um UFC five is out at the end of the month. That looks good. I would give that a go. Aye, just si- to see how they've fucking done the ground game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully we because it's EA, we should get a ten hour trial of it. Mm. So which will oh, be on Game Pass. So I think that'll probably be enough. Again, that, how that impacts sales because the that ten probably, hours will probably do me. That probably would be better for me too, to be fair. Aye. Um, Lords of the Fallen, City Skylines Two has mm. been delayed on console. It's because it was Game Pass Day One, but it's going to come out early twenty twenty four now. But it's still coming to PC this month. Yeah. So there's loads of cool shit coming out. Yeah, budget is going to be the issue for a lot of people. Unless you're yeah. absolutely flush with cash, then. Well, I've set up a GoFundMe, so if you just want to get in touch, um, just just <laughs> or you could just use girl math. So like, just you know, if you're trying to talk to your significant other about your finances and you're like you know you just just apply some girl math rules Which how does that work girl so math. like spider-man 2 for example uh-huh. right if you've already got the first one then you've already saved 50 percent off so right. so you you know you've already spent half the money so it's fine you've be like no i paid the first half of the uh-huh. installment in 2018 uh-huh. you've uh-huh. put you've already put down your 50 percent deposit and uh-huh and then what you do with the money fucking five years ago i paid the first half five years ago i'd be I'd, I'd look like a complete cunt if i didn't buy the second one now. and then what you do with the, with the 50 percent that you've saved what you do is you buy the limited edition controller because that's going to make you money Got okay, you buy it now, and then in a few years you'll have actually made money from it. And right. with the money you've made, you buy the the game sorted. But what it's, cost, it's basically cost you nothing. You've basically got it for free. Right, but what you're forgetting is that <laughs> what, what you're forgetting is a lot of these people are sitting eating Doritos while they're playing, and the controller's getting all fucking minging because they're sitting with their hands down their pants, and then it's worth none. Not true. You don't think much of gamers, do you? <laughs> Only the ones that like Dino Break. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them can oh, fuck off. Sitting with your hand down your trousers, picking your nose, fucking with a fork, you know what I mean? Put Dorito up your ass. Picking dangleberries at your ass, <laughs> eating Doritos with the same hand. <laughs> no, um, I think I think this girl mask stuff's got legs. I mean, yeah. Mm. 50, 50%. You, the, the problem is that you know about it now, so I can't. It's still going to work on you. Fifty percent deposit definitely makes it sound better. Uh, I put a deposit down in twenty eighteen. I've got to play it. Fucking five years ago, it's finally come to through. I shouldn't know it. <laughs> okay, um, but of the games that we do currently on that, that we have played in the past week, um, let's try about them. Andy, are you still in space trying to uncover the mysteries of the universe? Yep. Fucking well in the... Oh, deep. I think I've played like three days worth or something, nearly just under three days. Which is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. For this day and age. What do you think? I'm still really enjoying it. I'm still... I know there's sometimes I'm a bit like... I'm glad you can skip some of the audio. 
because right. I'll be honest, so sometimes where I'll read it faster than they can say it. Aye. And I'm just like, I want to get through some of this shit, you know what I mean? Aye. So there's sometimes, maybe if it's like a main story, I'll maybe listen to it. But a lot of the time I'm just reading quickly, skipping, reading, mm-hmm. skipping, you know what I mean? There's an unbelievable amount of dialogue there's in there. so much, there's so much. Aye. And then some things will open up more trees, mm. you know what I mean? You're like saying there's like maybe five dialogue options, but then as soon as you click one, it'll then go into another branch and there's more in that bit and you're like, jeez, okay. But I wish it would do a thing where it kind of like highlighted what are questions that will kind of like shut down the conversation and, right. and make it go forward, like they'll make it kind of the mission Aye. go forward rather so than this just, is the main path option rather yeah. than this is just to get more information. Yeah, I wish they would because it's quite, like usually it's obvious, there's usually three options at the top that will progress the story um, depending on how you want your character to sound mm-hmm. and then the rest of the shit's down the bottom that you can kind of just get more information on that kind of stuff but I almost wish there was a wee bit that just kind of highlighted that this is just for information here's your like story options aye. you know what aye, I mean so something was like like this is additional whereas yeah. this is progress yeah just like a wee something like a wee hyphen next to it or a wee different colour or just something because yeah, there's been a couple of times sense. I've been caught out with that. You know what I mean? And it's like progressed and I was like, oh, I wanted to ask that shit that was done there. And it's gone. You know what I mean? Aye, true, because it locks you out of some of it. Aye, if yeah, once it's done, it's done. Oh, and one thing as well that I've re- noticed recently and it's really starting to annoy me is if you're talking to somebody and you've got the chance to persuade them, then right. you can do that. Yes. You can start persuading them. I failed a bit. 90%. Aye, but you can use aid stuff uh-huh. to give you a wee boost. But you need to know before you go into the conversation because a lot of them you can't come out. Ah, right, aye. You can't come out. Aye. See, there's items you can take to help. Yeah, there's items uh-huh. you can take to help it, but then you can't use it when you're in a conversation and then there's some conversations you can't come out of. Or if mm. you do come out of, it shuts down that persuade line. Mm. And, right. and almost makes you fail it because I had that the other day, uh, Aye, that's a good point. I had that the day and I had to restart my my thingy my save that's a good point actually yeah, I never it's annoying it's, a, it's, it's actually annoying that I, I just wish there was a lot I know you've got your directional buttons to kind of like put favourites in but I just don't I think there's something that could be a bit more intuitive for using all your aid stuff I don't know there's I so love, much I, of it as well I love the thought of like being in a conversation and it's getting kind of like heated and you're like, aye, aye, you fucking think so? Aye, aye, well, hold on. Into your pocket. <laughs> down, <laughs> a f- <laughs> down a fucking beer. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, you fucking prick. <laughs> I know that's what it is. Like some of the persuasion stuff is like fucking alcohol and that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like you just you just fucking hold that thought, pal. <laughs> just pulls a six pack out. It's all six of them. He's like, aye. What are you saying? What are you saying? That's funny. I'd love to see how that plays out in real life. Like, see if somebody <laughs> did like a fucking a short about how it would actually be. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Oh dear. But that's all I've been playing. What about you, Jessica? Well. Road credits on Zelda's Tears of the Kingdom, didn't I? Was that five months? Yes, taking a while. Um, that being said, I've obviously still not actually finished it because that is a slog. Now you don't finish Zelda, do you? No, no, 
No. Zelda finishes you. Um, but I've completed <laughs> all. I've, I mean, I've I found Zelda. Right. So wait, do you not play Zelda? Oh, for God's sake. I know. I, I, look, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I found out last year you played Link. <laughs> do you know, played last year. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I did. I found out when she was playing, uh, when you were playing Breath of the Wild. Of the Wild I... <laughs> you don't play Zelda. It's a bit confusing. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Nintendo fans hate me. They really do. <laughs> no, is it any wonder with the comments like I know. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know where I go from here because it is a... I don't know. I, I'm not the completionist like Craig, but I do want to spend more time in it because there's still so much that I know that I've not uncovered. Like, yeah. I've not even, mm. like, I know you haven't played it, but like, you know, the map, there's bits grayed out that I've not even been to yet. I've not even unearthed them. So, like, there is more to explore and I do want to do that. But obviously, it's when, like, do I take a bit more of a pause now and focus on other stuff and go back to it another time where I'm. In well, the you zone go back for to that, the last it's, thing. I know, and then you, you, if I leave too much of a gap, then it's like, oh. It's, see, hard, it's hard to get back See, into. genuinely, right, jokes aside, I think this is where trophies and achievements are a good thing. Because I do think sometimes that gives you that additional drive. I know it doesn't for you, but see if you're into it, where you're like, oh, I've got 70%, I want to get 100%, and it actually logs it against your account. Not just, oh, here's my Zelda save file, look, I did everything, honestly. It's like no, you've got a you've got an account, and you could see that you like you'd be like, oh, I don't want that just to be sitting at eighty seven percent. I want mm. it to be at a hundred percent. But it's I, not even. I mean, yes, to get hundred hundred percent completion, you need to complete every shrine, every Korok seed, and visit every named location. But there's stuff that, that that's doesn't come with an achievement yeah, or a person you know there's just stuff that i know that i've not done that i want to do yeah like nathan was talking to me about auto build now folk will probably laugh if you played the game i don't even know what auto build is which seems like i should have by now but i've evidently just not followed that path right um was it just the, the building mechanic you can get it to build for you or something i, I think so yeah there's, there's me putting all my logs together you know <laughs> i mean every single fucking time just sitting there strapping them all together <laughs> take <the> ages <laughs> What's the yeah. point? Is this the took me four hours. Is achievements for you? Just just for you? Yeah. Like people oh, don't go into other people's achievements and I think... get jealous or something, do they? <laughs> 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 I think let, you... us, let us know, listeners. Are you envious of Craig's stack of trophies? <laughs> I, I think like there's leaderboards. So if yeah. you're like, I don't know, if you're right up high in the leaderboards, then I, I think it gets pretty competitive. But right, do, but not many folk are in that position. Like, not many. For the... <laughs> Does it get pretty caught through it? <laughs> That's a world you can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine folks sending fucking DMs. How fucking dare you? You were that fucking reality achievement. <laughs> it's like I gave a street countdown. Oh fuck me, man! That's funny. Honestly, just the thought, just the thought of people like looking up like other people's trophies and going fucking prick. <laughs> 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 I've been trying that one for months. <laughs> Do you not remember the time he was first in the world with a trophy? Oh, what was a platinum. That? I, I was got. It? I was the first in the world to get a platinum for something. I think I got an early code, so it was a bit of a fucking <laughs> cop out, but. I'll have you know. Oh, he's about to pull up his stats. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. 
There we go. Sure enough. I am 491 in the UK. <laughs> I don't know. How, how many? Oh, I, I, I mean, how many people in the, in the UK have a PlayStation? <laughs> Does it not tell you the bottom? I'm not going to admit to the bottom of those fucking plebs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one so sitting with him. Oh, fucking hell. Do you think someone of my stature goes all the way down there? Seriously. I, I, Seriously, I don't know why I don't get into it more. I don't know either. It baffles me. See, I've not... Um, I think I think I've brought this up before, but Chris in our Discord is number seven in Ireland. <clears throat> He's oh definitely God. got a secret handshake. Is that as high as you've been then? I don't know. I don't keep an eye on it. No. <laughs> I genuinely don't. I knew I was round about 500 or something like that. I, I think it was like 600, so I must have went up. Back to what we've been playing. Yes, I've been I've been body-deep in games. I have not finished. Oh, you know what? Fine, fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go talk to my trophy buddies. Um, yeah, no, I'll just rhyme off. Just more Sea of Stars, um, Rainbow Highway, Rainbow High, Runway Rush with our daughter mm-hmm. um, yeah you've been right into that yeah and also i downloaded the sims for her like the og sims the very first sims, sims one yeah because four is too complex for a six-year-old um it's too complex for a fucking adult i remember we installed it for her i mean no it was for him i think or i can't remember yeah like i've got the platinum on sims 4 but every single part of it was done by guide because I'm like, I don't know what's fucking going on here. Mm. Like, I had to literally mm. follow it bit by bit. Like, I enjoy building houses and stuff like that, but it's so confusing. Yeah. Um, what is the purpose of the Sims? Sorry, like, after you build your house and shit, like, what, what you do you do? Take, you have to take the Sims through their life. If you don't use right. cheats, then you have to get a job to get money to then build more okay. of your house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. um, Forged relationships. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've played. I'll go now. Yeah, she can go. We can do your list now. Thank you, dear. And and our list it is. Um, okay, so I've completed Assassin's Creed 2. No, it's not 2009. I just wanted to play through it again before Mirage, so I've got a good comparison. Um, plus, I didn't actually have the trophies for the remaster on my new account, so I'm close to that platinum now. Oh, okay. Um, so that, which, might, that might bump you up a few. Well, I think that's what's taken me into the top 500. So... <laughs> Uh, that platinum shall be mine. Okay. Uh, at some point, it's still see. To be honest, it holds up not too bad. It's still. It's obviously been a two thousand and nine game. It is a bit rough, but Assassin's Creed Two is a fucking brilliant game, and it still was a lot of fun to play through. It's the first time I played through it probably in about five or six years. Um. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but playing more of Eliza P. I've done the fourth boss now and got a bit further after that. It's really good still but it's solid it's really difficult apparently i saw was it Eurogamer maybe had a story about i think the latest update seemingly has made it a little bit easier so i don't know if it's that a lot of people are just struggling to complete the game like it is hard very hard and it's the kind of, I, I gather it's the kind of game that you actually really need to be in the right mindset focused and like sit down 
with no distractions to play. Yeah, mm. yeah, you, you need to have your timing absolutely spot on. Like, although one thing I would say is, so I know certainly with Elden Ring, like a lot of the guys that I speak to were saying, like, you couldn't be playing anything at the same time as Elden Ring. You need to be focusing on it and, like, so that you're in the zone and you're blocking and parrying at the right times and stuff like that, dodging at the right times. Yeah. But with Liza P, I'm finding... And it's maybe just because I'm worse at these games, but I'm finding it's really handy to be playing something else at the same time because sometimes you do just die and die and die and then you're like, you still want to play the computer, but you're too fucked off at that game. Right, so it's good to have to something else to go a to. Palette cleanser. Aye, and then something... Bang, bang on some balls. And then... Aye, go and bang some balls and then come back <laughs> 10 minutes later and then all of a sudden you do it yeah. because you have a wee de-stress with the balls. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so apparently this latest update, it, it has bosses taking a little bit less health off you each time and you're doing a little bit more damage. Now, I think it's minimal, but it's supposed to make a little bit of a difference. I'm not noticing a difference. I'm still getting my fucking ass kicked. But um, it remains a brilliant game. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. I've yes. completed that. Mm. Holy shit. It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. It's the best expansion to a game I've ever played. It could have been released as a separate game. Like, I played 25 hours of it. I think that would have been perfectly acceptable as a standalone game. Mm. It's just excellent. It's so, so good. So you get that, I think I spoke about it last week, but you get this new area, Dogtown, which is massive. Like in-game, it's like three kilometres sort of circumference. Um, really well detailed, loads going on, loads of side missions. And you can go back and forth between this new area and the main the main part yeah. of Night City. Mm-hmm. So you don't just have to do all of Phantom Liberty or the main game. You can interweave it and go back and do missions back and forth because mm. they, they happen a lot at the same time. Right. But the the Phantom Liberty story is it's just brilliant, really really cool. Idris Elba is tremendous in it. You can tell. We, we, again, I think I spoke about this last week, but there's been loads of big actors that have sort of phoned in video game roles. You can tell that he cared about this. Like it's it's movie quality. That's cool. It's really fucking cool. He's um, a good actor though. Yeah. Oh, aye, brilliant. And you can tell even with the with the sort of like pre-release stuff, like he was all over the the sort of like um, like pre-release hype for it and stuff like that, and doing PR. like aye, you could tell he cared about it, and he's mm. obviously proud of the work like, he's yeah, done. I know though, like because mm-hmm. he was he quite clearly cared yeah. and, and again, in he's back for this, so yeah. he's he's still with you in this, and he's got loads of new lines and stuff, so he's yeah. he's come back for and the DLC. It. It's it's excellent. So do you think they've done stuff together, like? mocap or do you think it was done separately i'm not sure i, I mean it, potentially it feels weird those two being together doesn't it i i mean they might have crossed paths but um, at no point obviously because mm. johnny silverhand is sort of like not a figment of your imagination but only you, you can get see away with not doing it that way Aye, so they don't interact one-to-one yeah. one. um so maybe no but they do reference each other yeah so maybe no actually acted together yeah but no just I'm going to have a full review, a written review up soon, but it's absolutely phenomenal. It really is. It's it's a must play. And the upgrades to the base game, so now there's like vehicle combat, 
uh, and just everything's just been refined. It like I've seen loads of things saying it's a complete game changer. I wouldn't go that far, but I thought that the original game was fucking amazing. Like mm. it is better, but I think it's just a case of for some people the game didn't work as intended, and so when they're playing this new two point update, they're like, "Holy fuck, this is amazing." Whereas I was one of the lucky ones and it did work fine when I played it. And so I'm like, yeah, it is a bit better, but it was it's the same fucking amazing game that So is that all right, though? for a lot of people. Because mind were talking earlier about them doing updates to games and that's been out a while and then Aye. this 2.0 updates come out and yeah. made it a totally different game then. Aye. I, th- I think with them, they lost so much trust with when that game. Like, Aye, start. That they probably were like, we have to make this right. Yeah. And they have, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. I've still completed the first, uh, the main game. Well, see, the thing is, like, you, you'd be able to dive in, and if you had the night, if you had the Phantom Liberty, you'd be able to play that as well as advancing the story from your save file. That's cool. Um, when you load up, you'll just get a call from a character that then starts the story. And it's really? Like a, That's it? Yep. And you can go back and forth. Like, Dogtown's like a walled-off area, but mm. you can, like, drive up, and they, they scan your car, and then they let you in. And you can just mm. fast travel in and out and stuff like that. It's so cool. So, so cool. Cannot recommend it highly enough. The only negative I have, and this won't be a negative for some, is the main game. Obviously, I played almost all stealth. And then Phantom Liberty, there's certain missions where stealth isn't an option. Like, even if you like maybe sneak into the building, mm-hmm. then it's like, no, no, you have to fight your way out of here. So there's much more first-person shooting than yeah. there was in the base game. But again, that'll be a plus for some people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> the other thing I played... Remember we take the piss out of Foam Stars? Yes. That game that was showing off and it just looked... Oh, you're no. just firing foam at each other. It looked mm-hmm. shit. I think they had an open beta for it at the weekend. And I thought, I'll check it out. And... It's not going to be for me. It is essentially almost like a kind of... It's like a very Japanese third-person shooter and instead of shooting bullets, you're shooting foam. But what I will say is, when we saw the trailer for it, I think it was at PlayStation Showcase, it looked crap. But when you played the the beta, the graphics are really nice. The level design's really cool and it runs really well. It's a game that I could actually see doing pretty decent. Mm. Possibly not over here but certainly in japan uh, it's got that kind of splatoon energy and i think it could do all right it's not gonna be for me but i was impressed by it um so i would if they do any more kind of beaters i would i'd recommend checking it out if you didn't with this one and the last thing i guess you played a little bit of as well andy fifa or well ea sports fc 24 yeah or ea sports fc fifa 23 (laughs) i don't really <clears throat> it's just the same game. It just feels like the Aye. same game. There's not nothing really anything different about it. Um, it feels like possibly the least of a jump there's been between yeah, the two games. It really does. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get it. Hmm. This uh, this will be the is this the first time ever? I bought that. Uh, this will, this will be the first time I've ever not bought FIFA. Not FIFA. It's not FIFA, that's the thing. Fuck's sake. Aye. But you um, know what I mean. That's, it's, that's it's, it's, it's interesting because first week UK physical sales are down 30%. Well, are they? From FIFA 23, yeah. 
Um, now that could just be because of the you know move to digital, um, yeah. but and the branding issue, like because people probably don't realise not everyone is invested in it's, gaming the way it's we so, are. But... It's so easy for us to say, how can you not know? That it's the same fucking game, mm-hmm. but no, there's people out there. There's so many casual game. gamers that are like, yeah. and why, why is the new that FIFA not out? Another, yeah. yeah, is that another game? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true. Yeah, but it ad- against all the odds, it does seem like <clears throat> they've spent half the year instead of making gameplay updates, changing the branding. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like most of the time it's been spent mm-hmm. on. Like I said, like I've played some of career mode, and I, I like the new training. Yeah, like, kind of like that sort of stuff's like, quite yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But and the play styles and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. play styles and stuff. You see that? have been quite cool. And, and there's a lot of, um, like the kind of like before the game, the cutscenes and the tunnels and all that kind of stuff. That helps add to it. The, the, presenta- the presentation's always been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Pez that actually, OLE yeah. football. They've got a lot of that sort Inside of in, the tunnel. In eye in the tunnel and in yep. the dressing room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there is a, in career mode, there is quite a few little things. Like, I don't know, like, see, after the game, you can choose if you want to do a post match interview or if you want to skip it and stuff like that. That's quite cool. You could do that in the other one. Oh, could you? Yeah. yeah there's you something could. different about it then. Like, there's, I think after the game, there's like a bunch more options now, isn't there? Oh, for like I've ways to do stuff. Yet. No, I've not had that um, yet. But yeah, I mean it's uh, but it's minimal, and I I think I don't know. I've at this point I've I think I've lost faith until they switch engines. I think at this point, like the issues that I have with the game, like players just sliding about the place and stuff like that. I think the only thing that's going to change that is if they get a new game engine. And as long as they're on this frostbite engine, I think it's it's probably baked in issues at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's probably nothing they can really do about it. Yeah, and I don't think they'll be that keen to change the the engine because Ultimate Team does so well and if I was in charge at EA I would be very cautious about changing too much yeah. because you've got a total cash cow there yeah. so should you really be fucking with it? No. <laughs> like, really like, like one of my main issues with the game is I think I said I, te- I sent you a text I was playing against Chelsea fucking Thiago Silva just starts doing that R right stick fucking run fast which is completely overpowered in this this version and just fucking ran right through my team. And I'm like, the guy's fucking 40 year old. What's going on? And you couldn't catch him. You literally couldn't catch him. But like, I noticed that the AI is almost playing like a, like as if you're playing online. They play mm. like a, a person. Mm. And I don't like that because I want the AI to play it like a football match. But again, from EA's point of view, I think what they've done there is probably the best thing to do because most people that play against the AI are practicing to play online. Mm. So although it's not what I want, it's probably what more people want. Shit. Uh. Are you? That's me. Okay. Uh, okay, let's move on to this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. So first up, Jim Ryan, the president and CEO of PlayStation, is leaving the company after nearly 30 years of service with four of those as CEO. He cited the challenge of balancing life in Europe and work in North America and Japan as his reason for the departure in a press release. He'll remain with the company until March 2024. 
So yeah, what does this mean? Was this a surprise? Somebody else is coming in. Yeah, it does mean that. <laughs> Means looking for a new CEO. <laughs> I, I, th- I mean, I don't think anyone necessarily. There wasn't any hints dropped. I don't think anyone saw it coming. No. Um, and it does seem to me like it is, you know, a genuine. He is planning to retire, and the, you know, we as I say, the the kind of more personal reasons. I don't think he's been pushed out the door. Like he's, you know, launched a console amidst a pandemic. Mm. Uh, you know. Oh, there was no, there's By no, there's no way he's, he's been doing, out. Aye. He's doing well, you know. He's done well for the company. Um, don't be wrong; it's not without its flaws. But you know, as a leader, you're always going to get challenges, shall we say? Um, there's no, aye, there's no way. Like he wasn't in any way doing a bad job, so he would not have been ousted for any no. any reason. This is definitely him going. I've got loads of money. Yeah, I'm going to go and enjoy all my money. Yeah. And now is a is a, a kind of good time. You know, Spider Man's just coming out. Like the PS5, I think, just pushed over. PS4 sales, hasn't it? And so, like... Aye, I, I, this amount of time that's been out, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a good time. But it's, yeah, I suppose the question's, you know, what happens now? Who's going to replace him? I think Hiroki Totoki, what a name, um, who serves as president, CEO and CFO at Sony will replace him interim, you know, on an interim basis until April 24, but also doing his existing responsibilities. So, um presumably someone else come in it you know he won't be stepping into that role because that would almost be like a demotion for him um so yeah don't know i i always wonder like don't be wrong like these people are important like obviously the ceo is important makes a lot of decisions but like see at a company like sony there's so many there's so many different people that come together to make the big decisions mm. that I'd, I think it'll be a pretty smooth transition. Like, someone like Herman Holst or someone like that will, will step in and I think it will just be business as usual. Like, I don't yeah. think I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's going to be a change that will be that noticeable. No, I mean, certainly, like, a leadership change, like, it, yeah, like, looking at to 2024 when presumably someone else will come in, like, a lot of that financial year is already set in stone and even the next couple of years, is, you know, there's a vision and a strategy probably already in place and someone isn't going to come in and immediately disrupt that, but it's probably down the line. How does the kind of, yeah, the, I suppose the vision shift thereafter, um, the company culture, you know, that does tend to stem from the top. Financial performance is usually, yeah. you know, so... But I just, like, I don't know, like, he took over in 2019. So to me, I think that PlayStation seems to be going more towards they're wanting to make more live service games than single-player games. To me, that potentially was a Jim Ryan decision. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it was a good one. Mm. So from my point of view, it wasn't, that, don't be wrong, it wasn't just his decision. Like, it wouldn't have been. But he's at the top. He's greenlit that. Like, for instance, that Last of Us online game, I don't think that's a good idea. There's word came out earlier today that apparently that's on ice just now. Mm. Like, you think he took over in 2019, chances are he was about, like, not necessarily him that greenlit it, but he would have had saying that. And I think someone else turns around and goes, no, you make single-player games? Naughty Dog, you're actually the best in the world at making single-player games. Going to not make a live service game. But, I mean, that's happened under Jim Ryan's watch. Mm. So he's done a hell of a lot of good stuff for PlayStation, but there's also been some stuff where, I mean, after Spider-Man comes out, we know about Wolverine and nothing else. 
Like, there's games in the works, but I mean, how far out some of this stuff? So, and I know it's pandemic related as well, but he successfully navigated a pandemic. He has continued to oversee a massive lead over Xbox, but it's not all roses. Like, I think there's every chance someone else comes in and does an even better job. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, I think the boys on Pure Dead PlayStation are going to go deeper into this at the weekend. Yes. Uh, next up then, Panic, set in last week when the Knights of the Old Republic remake, a game which will almost certainly never see the light of day, started having multiple references to its existence deleted from the internet. However, in an update, Sony has said that this is due to music licenses expiring. As it stands, then the game is not cancelled as feared, but its future does remain in question. This game's never coming out. I don't think, how hard can it be to just remake an existing game? Like, surely the blueprint's there and you've just got to get developers that are good and recreate a vision. Mm. But this game's been fucked since day one. Yeah, I suppose the fact that they didn't just, like, renew the licence or, like, you know... Aye. Does somebody not, that solves does, that Does nobody get an email that goes, by the way, these licences for this music's going to be up and you go, I just get them extended then. <laughs> I mean, how expensive can they be? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think this game's coming out. Embracer are behind it as well, and they are crumbling yeah. at the seams. What music though? Like I don't Star know. They just Wars must be some sort of Star Wars music. But surely, if you've got the Star Wars license, then <laughs> does it not all come as a package? Mm. Maybe it's not. I mean, maybe no. it isn't Star Wars music. I don't know. <clears throat> but basically, all these videos started deleting off the internet, and folk were like, "Oh, they've cancelled the game because it's in, totally in development hell." And then PlayStation mm. went, "Went no, no, it was just licenses expiring," and you're like, mm. uh, "Okay." That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Epic Games is set to lay off 870 employees as it seeks Oof. to lower costs, according to a memo seen by Bloomberg News. Quote, Chief Executive Officer Tim Sweeney wrote to employees, for a while now we've been spending way more money than we earn. Yeah, I'm quite good at that too. Yeah, it's not really... <laughs> <laughs> it's not really the business model you're looking for, is it? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the kind of cuts are around like sixteen percent of staff when you. you it's a lot in. of folk. Yes. Yeah, um, they need get Jim Ryan in. Mm. He's looking for a job, and he's pretty good at handling money. <laughs> You're out, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, so I don't know. I think uh, the Media Tonic, um, who Epic Games bought in March, twenty twenty one, who are behind Fall Guys, like they've apparently been quite heavily hit, but. Um, it's not the case that they're closing or anything, yeah. it's just... Fall Guys still does pretty well, yeah, so you wouldn't want to... Yeah. And that makes a lot of money, so you wouldn't want to close that down. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe they feel they can scale back and just do skins for a while. Um, 870 is a lot of fucking folk to lay off, though. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Black Salt Games has delayed the first paid DLC for Dredged, dredge named the iron rig initially supposed to release in q4 of 2023 it will now be arriving at some point in 2024 they had the following to say we plan to spend a few months crafting this exciting edition and release in q4 this year however as we progressed we were faced with the reality that given the time of year we'd need to we'd need more lead time to coordinate our marketing and make the launch as exciting as it could be that sounds like it's ready but they've went fucking October <laughs> yeah like, maybe they're not saying oh we need more time to make the game they're saying oh we need more time to coordinate the marketing so that you can be as excited as you could be 
what? <laughs> Sounds like nobody's playing this. I love Dredge, but I mean, even I'm not playing the DLC in October. No, that's true. Um, just a few other quick little bits as well. Studio MDHR has released an anniversary update for Cuphead featuring a new menu that includes an art gallery, music player and behind the scenes clips for free. This update is only available on Xbox though. Uh, Lucky Mountain Games, the indie developer behind the excellent Hotshot Racing has announced their next title will be a low-poly FPS for PSVR 2. Heroes of Forever is set to launch in 2024. Hunt Showdown is getting a native current-gen port in April 2024. It will also be updated to the latest version of CryEngine. And lastly, the Batman Arkham Trilogy that was set to hit Nintendo Switch in October has been delayed until December 1st. They're probably looking at it going, yeah, we, can't get just, this, we can't get this to run. Ah, exactly, I was just thinking that. When's that Super Nature's... Switch coming out, by the way? Is it is the Super Switch coming out in December? Because this fucking thing doesn't run. I think they would be doing very well to make yeah. Arkham Knight run on a Switch. That's getting descaled and fucking all the lighting's getting dragged out to <laughs> No chance. It's one of those, like, we've got Batman at home. <laughs> I think it's just this fucking blob. Just like, like fucking... Uh, Batman's just like, like a, literally just a black matte suit because there's no texture or nothing really. Oh, dear. Aye. The idea of Batman Nego sounds good, but it has to work. That's all for the news. Obviously, there's more in the world, but we're not talking about it. Climate change. Mm. Oh, we'll get on to climate change and deep blue C three, Craig. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. See Christ. that that gif when there's like the party, Segway. the party thing. It's just oh, yeah. and there's no excitement. He's got how enough, and that's Andy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over there, he's one man party. Oh Jesus. So Christ. released. Two years after Deep Blue Sea 2, which was 2018, and 20 years after Deep Blue Sea 1, which was 1999, Deep Blue Sea 3 is our, slash Craig's, movie of choice this week. Um, I'll give you a quick recap of the movie, because I feel that that's necessary. So, our story unfolds on a remote island where Dr Emma Collins and her team are spending their third summer studying the effect of climate change on the great white sharks who come to the nearby nursery every year to give birth. However, their peaceful life is disrupted when a, quote, scientific team shows up looking for three bull sharks. And of course, no shark movie would be complete without some nail-biting underwater encounters, questionable decisions, and a twist that's more surprising than finding a clownfish in a coral reef. Hey, all you Shark Week fans out there. Welcome back. It's our third summer here at Little Happy, an abandoned fishing village in the Mozambique Channel. Sharks return here each year. Their home, like ours, is under attack from climate change. Emma. <laughs> Emma, what's wrong? The dramatic end to the legendary trilogy. Yes. <laughs> the, like... font, the font of the fucking how bad was that? Says it all. Dead, how bad was that? Yeah, I could have made that better. I laughed and said to you, "Oh, that's like nineteen nineties word." Isn't it? Yeah, it was really bad. It was really strange. Like, cause surely they've got the money, cause they 
CGI'd fucking sharks. Aye, the budget must have been as okay. well as they could. Aye, I mean you could pay. I mean, see if you go on Twitter, there's fucking uh, there's people you who could hire, make photoshops you could hire for you a time. YouTuber who knows how to do that stuff to give you a better title screen than Aye, what was fiver. provided. Aye, it was really bad. That yeah, I, I'd like to start off by apologising. I love shark films. I love Deep Blue Sea as a franchise, and I thought the second film was nowhere near as bad as we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was actually some bits that were relatively funny. Misty Calhoun remains <laughs> one of the funniest names ever in film, especially for someone who's supposed to be a fucking doctor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that she had two, <laughs> two flotation devices on her person, right? <laughs> I will watch Deep Blue Sea 2 again. Funny film, right? Not supposed to be funny, but on you no, know. it's not supposed to be funny. But it was unironically funny. I thought Deep Blue Sea Two, Baby Sharks, <clears throat> decent film. Deep Blue Sea Three, I, I, well, I didn't think this was very good. I don't no. understand why it's rated higher than Deep Blue Sea Two. I no. don't either. Deep Blue Sea Two was better than this. Mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea's almost got the same DNA as the first one. Yeah, this I think doesn't. that's what made it work. This one was different. Yeah, this one just felt fucking uh, like this one felt like a name cash in with the name. Mm-hmm. I think Deep the second Blue... one was as well. <laughs> oh no, it was totally. But you could almost forgive it more because it was like it followed the same template. Yes, essentially, yes. it was Deep Blue Sea. That's what Deep Blue Sea is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to go with that logic, you know what I mean. But this was like different than it was just shit like, I, I think Deep Blue Sea 1 is genuinely a good film it is my favourite shark film yeah, I think, it's a good I, film I think it's a fucking yeah. classic Deep Blue Sea 2 was unironically funny and a, almost a so bad it's good kind of thing yeah. whereas yeah. this it wasn't funny no no. it just wasn't very good no it really wasn't the coolest thing about the film I thought was this little island this little floating island like Waterworld? Yeah, could did you find out? Was that a real island? So, I believe so. So, there's an interview... I thought it was really cool. ...with um, Tanya Raymond, who's the Dr. Collins lady. Um, so And she says, like, they, they filmed in South Africa, but it was actually in winter, so the water was actually quite... She said quite cold, but I'm like, have you been to Scotland? Aye. Um, so she said some of the, you know, the scenes were also quite elaborate, and they were She's either, never experienced a Scottish yeah, cold tap. They were in wetsuits, like underwater, or like soaking wet, standing, you know, on the side. Um, so they were, she was cold. Poor thing. <laughs> feel terrible for and, her. And they did all have to get diving, P-A-D-I certified, whatever that means, for the film before they started shooting. So a lot of the, I mean, obviously she had stunt people, but uh, like they did mm. have to learn to dive. So they, they were in an ocean in South Africa for filming. So they're probably like... Right, we do have a budget, but not to pay out a family if one of you is die. <laughs> so go and fucking behave yourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting, like, I don't know, I couldn't live on a no. remote island. No. And it wasn't even, and there was no grass, do you know what I mean? It was literally no. just like... Uh, they got, it seemed like once a week a boat would come out and give them supplies. Mm. Fuck that, man. Aye. But I mean, it, it looked cool. Like, I, that was one of the things when it, when it showed you the sort of pan shot of it, I was like... I wonder if that island's real. That does look kind of cool. It was a cool setting, but then it was just... I don't know. I didn't think the main girl was particularly likeable. She seemed like a bit of a cow. And then... Call back to the first one. Aye, well, aye. Kind of, aye. 
Um, she just, I don't know, you, you weren't rooting for her. No. But there was nobody to root for because there was, really? then there was the guy that she used to go out with, but he was a prick. And then there was obviously the main villain who was a right prick. Then the, the only other two that you could possibly root for, well, no, sorry, there was the guy uh, who had the hots for the intern, but they mm. weren't particularly likable. The only one that was likable was the army guy who was there almost as the main girl's kind of like bodyguard almost. Mm-hmm. He was he was quite likable. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I, I, I just, I probably didn't expect, spoiler if you've not seen it, but, but for the three survivors to be like three females, like that was odd to me and I don't know. It's a girl power movie. Well, yeah. I, so you, I wouldn't have noticed. I, I genuinely wouldn't even have clocked this, but as soon as the film ended, you were like, all the girls survived. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. So there was three female cast members, mm-hmm. and they all survived, and every man died. Yep, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. That feels like a choice, doesn't it? Yeah. Down with the patriarchy. Yep. Because when you think about it, see the the couple that lived on the island that were like native to the island. Like there was no need for her to to survive. Really, no, was there? One female that the kind of researchy girl died. Did she not? The researchy girl. I don't even remember. Maybe. There was like a mixture as well of uh, live footage with shit CGI. And was there puppetry? Was there some? Was that bit at the end a real shark? Was that? She punched it. At some point, was it? And then fucking basically George Foreman at the end. Uh, I was looking at it and I was like, is that, is some parts of that real? Because like, obviously some of it was CGI, especially yeah. when it fucking exploded. Mm-hmm. But there was some bits that like looked a bit real, and I was like, "Is that a puppet?" You know, I mean, I couldn't. I honestly couldn't tell at one point. Um, but it was like that kind of thing where you can totally see because when the CGI sharks come in, they're all they're fucking jumping and moving and and moving really erratic yeah and then when you see footage of real sharks they're they're so lethargic and slow (laughs) it's like it's like that's a real shark Uh, you know what I mean (laughs) like they come into shot like uh, you know what I mean uh, they've been sedated yeah but these bull sharks were not just any bull sharks though no no they had their brain had been enhanced if you'd watched Deep Blue Sea 2 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah just saying, yeah, what was your favourite scene then? The exploding shark or the... I liked the bit where the that head. lassie got fucking blown up and she done that flip. That was fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. That was quite cool. That was a cool flip. Yeah. See, He's th- using that fucking toy Nerf gun. Look like a toy gun. <laughs> Aye. It looked if he's shooting yes. foam. Uh-huh. Like foam. Aye. Foam stars. <laughs> yeah. She Aye, fucking it, went flying. She did. That was cool. I almost feel as if they fucked her up or something. Like, they were like, you know what I mean? Because it was like <laughs> almost. Nearly killed on the leg. It does seem that way because it seemed a bit too close. I was like, right, run over there and see when you're a bit there, we'll detonate it, right? When you're when I'm here, when you're there, we'll detonate it, right? Action. Oh, fuck. And they done it too soon. She's like, right on the explosion. She went fucking flying. She really did. So, see, the thing is, right? As much as I've said, not a good film. There was some scenes that I'm like, if you could condense them into these scenes, you've got you've got something. Mm-hmm. Like 
see when her the main girl's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend was like took a stand and was like no no i don't care i would rather die with her than be here on the boat with you then he tries to dive into the water and as he's diving into the water the shark jumps out the water and fucking eats him mm. mid-dive yeah that was cool. that was fucking cool <laughs> also and this was my favorite scene mm-hmm. <laughs> so at one point maybe about halfway through they've caught one of the three sharks right and the other two sharks know that their brother's been caught. Yeah, they do. And so they're attacking the underneath of the boat. Uh-huh. They're just ramming this mm. fucking window that's inexplicably in the sea that you were talking about at the beginning, Andy. They're just yep. fucking ramming the this. The window. Aye. So to stop this from happening, the guy goes out onto the deck, gets the shark they've caught, puts him in a harness pushes them out so that the other sharks in the water can apparently see. I don't know how they can see up the way because they're fucking still ramming the ship, but puts it out and then he just holds a harpoon up to it and says, I'll do it. And, and the sharks back off. back off. Brilliant. He's essentially they're smart sharks. They created they are smart. a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> with a shark <laughs> with a fucking shark <laughs> it's not even like he fucking shouted he just, in the shark negotiator <laughs> he literally just went I'll do it like right they're underwater do they have fucking super hearing can they understand you what's going on and yeah. they backed off and they went away no, no, that was so stupid man it's so fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> like, where is it? Where is one shark said the other one? You know what I mean? Oh, so that fuck. We better fucking back Aye, off, mate. Dolores, fucking back off. He's not your he, brother up there. He's no messing. He's no messing. He's no messing about. No he's got a harpoon and he knows how to use it. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then obviously the last. So the I thought the the way they killed the three sharks was quite cool. So you've got that guy that was talking about. This a sort of bodyguard guy, and he's been. The three sharks are circling him. He realizes he's fucked. And he's got two sticks of something explosive. And when they come in, he yeah. just sort of boom and blows himself and the two sharks up. That was cool. And then the yeah, bit they of were it, almost going to sandwich him. Yeah. And he, he was able to time it right where he hit them both Aye. in the nose at the same time. So that was a cool explosion. And it was also straight after that, it went to the main girl. And she was having like a meltdown crying because her pal had died. But she's going to piss a shark on her. God. <laughs> um and then obviously at the end she manages to swim into this sort of container and the shark follows her in but it's mm. essentially like some sort of trash compactor yeah and she <clears> starts <throat> pressing the button and she starts pressing it down and she manages to squish the shark so much that it just explodes again all over her mm-hmm. yeah. like someone had a fetish about getting goo all over this girl yeah <clears throat> But yeah, I just, I don't know. I'd always heard Deep Blue Sea 2, terrible. It gets redeemed a bit in the third one. And no, I, no, I, think, they, no. I think they continue to get worse. Yeah. Like Deep Blue Sea 2, funny. Baby Sharks. Aye, Baby Sharks. Deep Blue Sea 3, I wouldn't watch again. No. <gasps> Christ almighty. No. I like bad films, not boring films. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't one, a fan. One pie from me. Yeah, one pie. Right, calm down. What? Still a shark film. <laughs> 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 well, at least
Who's talking a star a shark here? Or a pie a shark or something? No. Right, I'll I'll go two. That's as low as I can go. Also... <laughs> so resigned. That's as low as I can go, guys. Also, the main girl, what was up with the wetsuits? What do you mean? Our whole ass is out in these wetsuits. I'm like, where do you no. get these? Like, the whole point of a wetsuit is that it's a full body fucking cover that keeps you warm. No, no. But that's no sexy. It's, no, no. It's neither was our wetsuit, though. It was fucking horrendous looking. Okay. Uh, next week, we will be checking out Lake Placid from 1999. I don't think I've ever seen this. And it's a bit of a classic, isn't it? I'm surprised at that. But it's quite, it's not funny, but it's quite, it's, I don't know. You can poke fun. Aye. Aye. I I, I maybe have seen it and I just don't remember. I think you probably have. So it's a bit of crocodile. Yeah. So there's, found out there's quite a few of them and there was one called The Final Chapter and that looks funny, but I feel like to get to the final chapter, we've got some, we've got some. Grinding. Yeah. Okay. Not pole grind. Hustling. Okay. Okay, well, in that case, that is us for this week. Thank fuck. <laughs> I've got some gaming to do. You can go back to your achievements. You need to climb that ladder. I'll, do you want me to start doing a weekly update? Please. Right. It's going to be the same thing every week. I'm just going to have to fucking start shitty platinum and the shit out of this again. Just so sort I of keep my keep my cred up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks as always for listening and we will see you next time.